and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite, episode number 37. I'm one of your hosts, Andy Buscemi, in good company with the night owl of wedding himself, <laughs> the mythical legend, Neil Urban. Neil, what's up? How's it going? Not much. How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing well, sir. Fantastic. Um, Me too. Neil. Uh, Andy. Last time, last episode, and I have, I have a feeling that this is what's going to happen based on what you just said. But uh-huh. last episode, there was a lot of like you asking me questions and that kind of thing. <laughs> I think we're going to maybe role reverse that a little bit today. Maybe. Oh, we'll fantastic. see. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll just get my stuff out of the way really quick. I don't have too much of an update. Um, my my update since, since the last one is I shot that bat mitzvah. There's really not too much to talk about with that because it was exactly mm-hmm. like you would expect, like, like kind of what I was expecting is just... It was, but but I will say they had a light up dance floor. I don't know if you, um, they've got these, uh, there's this, uh, this crew running around Rochester and Buffalo. They're called the Bar Mitzvah Boys or the Bar Mitzvah Boys. And, uh, they go around doing a lot of these and they bring up this light up dance stage and it's pretty cool, man. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Now, um, uh, now I don't want to start getting into asking you all these questions again, but of course I always have questions. Okay. <laughs> Because I'm all, always about learning. Right. Uh, okay. Now, now about this dance up floor. Now I know. Uh, I know sh- shooting certain up lights is a pain in the butt sometimes, especially out the color. Now this light up dance floor. If you know these become popular of weddings, how was it hard to photograph? Was it good? You know, what, to tell yeah. us a little bit about it. Man, Neil, when you ask these questions and you sound like a professional photographer that's like concerned about lights and how you're going to light things. No, and, uh... no Andy, I'm a professional <laughs> podcast host who, yeah. who's my job now, my role is to ask questions, yeah, right, for our <laughs> listeners. Because no, you never know, that one person just might wonder of, you know, how it is uh, to photograph a, a lit up dance floor. That's right. <laughs> but but you're actually, maybe a combination of both, combination of both. So, oh, okay. um, but but yeah, no, that's totally, totally right on, man, because, um, you know, I ended up doing some... Some family shots because sometimes you know receptions people want to do these family shots and there's nowhere else to do them but on like the dance floor and they had this light up dance floor and like i did like a first shot and it was fine because it was like a neutral kind of color that wasn't too bright but like later on um they they actually knew that i was doing a big group shot so like the djs turned it to like this they're like oh what, what do you want i was like okay do white uh, you know what i mean like i'd rather have it be a clean look if i'm doing a big huge shot of everybody you know mm-hmm. so so they turned it white and then i like took a took a couple photos and I, you know, I look i chimp on it i look on the back of my camera and everybody on the ground because it was so hot like coming from the ground that like the first <laughs> level of people that like were like down low on the ground were like super bright and like people that were like above in the back were like totally dark and my flash wasn't hitting them and there was it was not balanced well so okay. interesting that you asked that. So I, I basically said, "Hey guys, let's uh, let's actually just cut those dance floor lights if you don't mind for the shot." <laughs> so they did, and that was cool. But normally, you know, like nine times out of ten, I usually don't care, and like whatever light is going, I don't care, and I'm just gonna work with it. But when mm-hmm. it's a bigger group shot like that, and like they specifically like asked for it, then I want to try and make that look right. And and then I, you know, I had them turn it off, and the DJs were cool, so they just turned it off for that. Like while I did that one shot, because because the, they stopped the whole kind of I want to say reception, but it was a party, you know, for for about mitzvah, like at that point to like do that shot. But mm-hmm. um, that's basically my update. I don't have too much more going on. I had a few more, you know, weddings every weekend. I have what's nice actually 
for me this year is like my June towards the end. I actually have those last for whatever reason. I have those two two off like towards the third and fourth weekend of June. I just never mm-hmm. ended up booking weddings, so I have those off, and I'm like I'm totally fine with that <laughs> like I, like i'm like i love that i look like thank you you know so i'll be able to catch up a little bit um but i have another now one with computer work i know uh are you, are you gonna uh try and schedule anything else try and fit anything any engagement shoots in there or are you just gonna kind of you know just look just pretty much computer work and, and relax a little bit what, what do you got uh, planned i want to catch up with weddings and then what i did plan on doing is do like my studio opening then which be on the lookout for an invite if you can make it oh, um all right like uh next week which i should really get that invite out um i'm thinking like towards <laughs> the end of next week just having you know photographer friends and like some past clients and and seeing who shows up and just just hanging out doing a little studio opening um, but I, I scheduled purposely scheduled that because I knew that it was, you know, those, the third and fourth week of June were a little bit lighter. So, um, just yeah. don't schedule that on a, on a Saturday, please. No, know, no, no, because... no, 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 I would never do that. So Thursday, Thursday night, Thursday night, actually next Thursday night. So, <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. Um, good, good. And yeah, so enough of me answering questions. So Neil, uh, you have like, mm-hmm. like this amazing wedding that I'm, I'm totally excited for you and like to, to, you know. It's a big deal. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear about this because I know it's, Thank you. Uh, it's been Thank in the works. So tell our listeners, yeah, just, I think you kind of mentioned a little bit, but tell them what you got going mm-hmm. on and, and, and all, all that. Uh, ever since we uh, we we uh, interviewed Scott Jarvie and Neil Van Niekirk last year, you know, we asked them the, that question, you know, what's what's the ultimate location that you want to photograph a wedding with? And I, you know, I think Scott said Italy and I don't know what Neil said, but um, but my answer, if someone were to ask me that it would have been Alaska and that's what I have coming up this week. It's finally here. They booked me a year ago. So I've, I've been waiting around and trying not to think about it this whole time. And now it's finally here. And, and, um, in about 18 hours, I'm, I'm heading, heading out. So, um, for the last couple of days, I'm, I'm just been getting ready, ready for this trip. So, uh, really excited. And, uh, and yeah. So what, um, what preparations have you made, you know, like what pre-planning have you done for like this one that is maybe the same as other destination weddings, or maybe that's a little bit different, um, for this This, one in particular. Yeah, this one's a little bit different, but only because the time that we're going to be there, we're going to be there for a full week, usually for destination weddings. We're only there for about three days, uh, on average, uh, just because we, we like to arrive right before the rehearsal dinner, uh, be there for that. Uh, because usually uh, our clients hire us for that. And then we shoot the day of, um, and then we leave. Uh, but this one, we're going for the whole week only because it's so far away. And the clients are so cool that they're so proud of their home state of Alaska that they want us to actually be there and enjoy Alaska. And they actually want to show us all different parts of it. And since they're being such kind hosts, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to give them, uh, photography in return saying, Hey, you know what, if you want to bring your dress and, you know, bring a suit, if, if we come across an awesome location, um, I'll, I'll take pictures and they're completely fine with that. Um, so that, that's how it's, it's a little bit different of just because of how long we're going to be there for. Um, and, uh, for the, and for the prep, um, 
for where we're staying. I really didn't Google, but it seems like a very, very small town of where we're staying in. And I, I highly doubt they have a Coles nearby yeah, right. as to where if we have a Andy incident of a zipper getting uh, stuck or, or my pants ripping like yeah, they did uh, at that'd the end horrible. of the wedding. That'd be horrible in Alaska. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have to make sure I have double of everything, double dress pants, double dress shirts, all that, all that stuff. Uh, so I'm pretty much almost doubling up of everything. And what's great about the, of going to Alaska is that I don't have to worry about going through customs. Um, we're not we're not going over to Canada. We're flying over can over Canada, but we're never landing in Canada. So we're going to be on American soil pretty much the whole trip. So that's that's one huge bonus. So we really don't have to get asked, you know, what is all this stuff? Why are you coming over here? Um, so we can, and, and plus we're bringing up, we're bringing a little bit more gear than we usually do too. Uh, we're bringing pretty much almost everything that we have except for, you know, a large, a large amount of light stands. Uh, we're pretty much bringing almost everything. So, it's, uh, it's now I, if I recall correctly, I don't know if we talked about this in the podcast or not, but you're getting, or maybe it was off the air, but you're getting a particular lens for this, uh, wedding. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, and that's also my pick of the week. Um, back in episode number thirty-two, uh, the WPPI review, um, we we interviewed uh, LensRentals.com. We we interviewed them um, on the on the floor on the show floor, and that's my pick of the week. And I am going to be renting a lens from them. Um, I'm just undecided right now, and, and you know, I was I was I had my my eyes set on you know a couple lenses but i'm just not really sure just because i i don't know what i'm going to need it for i just know that i want it <laughs> yeah. i just know I, i'm going to want a super super telephoto lens for this wedding um i did check out photos of the venue online and um my clients they're getting married on a beach in alaska yes that sounds weird okay but it is actually <laughs> it, it, well it's one of those rocky beaches sure kind of thing yeah uh, but, but the distance there's all the mountains right and from every, all the pictures i've seen so far the 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 images the mountains look really far away right um now i i've yet to see an image where a photographer that photographed a wedding there shot with from what i can tell like a 200 millimeter lens i can't tell it looks like everything is was shot with a wide angle mm -hmm. um i'm not i'm not sure what's what's the deal with that i can't i just can't find you know uh a um anything shot with a 200 um okay so educational uh, tip so, for our anyways, listeners anyways, educational yeah, tip yeah. for our listeners why would we want to use a longer lens uh what does that do you know what i mean just, just well, let's let's inform our you know people that are that are not sure what a longer yeah, lens yeah. is you know now now with with a telephoto lens it brings the back the background really up close to your subjects uh, so if the mountains are way, way in the distance, you know, if and you're shooting with a 200 millimeter and maybe like a 2.8, which would be beautiful, but very expensive, uh, like a 600, like a 600 millimeter uh, F.4 that I was looking at. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> very expensive, though. Um, it, it would bring those mountains right up to the couple. Um, so they're, they're not way off in the distance. And that's, that's pretty much why I'm going there is to give our clients something very unique. And obviously I haven't seen anything like that from the pictures I've seen so far. Um, so I, I really want to come 
be prepared and bring the right equipment. However, I really don't know until I get there. So I'm getting there first thing Wednesday morning uh, around 11 a.m. I'm going right to the venue. I'm going to do a practice shot with my 200 millimeter. If it doesn't bring those mountains close enough, then I'm going to hop online to our friends at lensrentals.com. And I'm going to have that big baby 600 millimeter shipped right to the FedEx, um, right to the FedEx that they have at, uh, at the airport, Mm -hmm. which is like five minutes away from the hotel. Um, and it'll be there Friday morning. The wedding is on Saturday and I'll be good to go. So that's, that's my plan for this. See, that's a, Um, that's a great plan because then you're not getting that lens if you don't see the need for it. But if, but because, because to rent this lens is about $500. Right. Right. Yeah. So it better be worth it. No, it's, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I want to make sure that I have I, that that's it's going to be worth it. Um, and and fortunately that you know it, it's going to take a little bit of a bite out of out of our our profits. But if it's going to be worth it, um, yeah. If, if it's going to give you that, be one of those dream shots. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Like because one of our, the things that we do, you know, that separates us from the other photographers that are out there is like making our images unique. So if you come away with a shot that's amazing and it's compressed, and you know, most people are not going to, you know, are not working at the level that you're working at. You know, to be able to afford mm-hmm. a lens like that. You know, to be able to, to shoot that, but. Um, so it makes sense from that perspective because then that that has you know your work stand out. The clients are happy. You're happy. Everybody's happy. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. And I was I was also man. I never realized how big these suckers were. Huge. Uh, the, these lenses, <laughs> Gigantic. man. Gigantic. I was you know you know, one, you know right right next to the the Nikon uh, D six hundred mil or D <laughs> or no not D uh, the six hundred millimeter is the Sigma three hundred to eight hundred lens, and this thing is like a cannon. Yeah. I mean, it is huge. I was like, oh my gosh, for only like fifty dollars more, I could have that thing. Yeah. But how? How much of an idiot would I look like yeah, and how- <laughs> carrying that big thing around like at a wedding just for like one shot? Right. You know, it's but and so you it, were mentioning cool. I'd be I'd be a cool geek. Right. You know. <laughs> but if you're gonna if you're gonna potentially work with a couple after, is that did I hear that right? Like you might have like a yes, day. Yeah. yeah. So like you could plan on it for that day and maybe just do it <laughs> then and then you don't have to worry about it on the wedding, you know? Um, but, but dude, absolutely. That's, and so just listeners, uh, just as far as like telephoto lenses go and everything like that, it's really like, I remember at first it took me a while to kind of pick up on this, but like what Neil just mentioned, right? If you, if you're all the way out, the more that you go out, the, the more that you go like 200, 300 millimeters, 400, six, when the further you go out, you go, the closer that your background, the bigger that your objects in the background will get you know, in comparison to your mm-hmm. subject, because you compress basically the, the background to this, to, to the, to your subject. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, at my 200 millimeter, I, um, I photographed a wedding at a, um, one of the venues, uh, kind of local, it's called Letchworth state park. It's, it's, on, it's one of my, I got to post it in the show notes or something. Well, but the waterfall is actually kind of far away from you know, the landing area where people stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was—I I brought my 200 millimeter out, and when as soon as I, I was—I was right up on the couple, it brought the waterfall. It almost made it look as if it was a wall of water mm-hmm. right behind the couple, and people are like, "Oh my gosh! Like, how how did you do that?" It's like yeah, it's just the lens choice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, that's, that's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so let me just, uh, so any other, I'm just trying to think any other Alaska stuff. Um, I'll look, be looking forward to hearing about, uh, you know, the follow up on it. 
Um, but that's so that's so exciting though, like for that to be like a location that you've always wanted to shoot at, and then to be able to to go and work there. How freaking lucky yeah. are we, man? Like seriously, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, how lucky are we? How many places have we gone that we never would have gone to, like 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 if we weren't doing this? Photography opens doors, you know. Dude, it, it makes the hair on back of my neck stand up when I think about it. Really, yeah. um, there's so many places that I would never have gone. Yeah. If it wasn't for this job, uh, there's so many people who I'm thankful that I've met if, because of this job. Um, there's, uh, I mean, Alaska has always been a dream of mine to go, let alone go and work and do something that I'd love to do and get paid for it. To have a full trip, just, you know, just them clients just paying me to, to do this. It, it, it's it's absolutely mind boggling that this is happening yeah but. absolutely i still i still feel the same way and i feel like the clients that hire us kind of know that when when you have that attitude it's like every single wedding that i shoot i'm like at the end of the night i'm just like thank you thank you like i like it is sincerely such an honor for me to be a part of your day like like you know that, that we can make a living at this and then have clients that basically enjoy working with us and and all that mm -hmm. it's just like it still feels like like a dream to me <laughs> you know and um and, and the, the cool well the funny part about this whole thing of, of these clients uh these clients are from alaska and when they first contacted me um she, she was like i'm not sure if i want it in here in alaska or we might go to hawaii now a lot of people would get really excited about going to hawaii right, right. well no i was like no, you need to have it in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. right. It's beautiful. I can't, so you, you know, basically that, dictated to them, listen, spots. guys, 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 you're getting married in Alaska. That's what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, no, Hawaii sucks. Yeah. You don't want to go there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but luckily they, they chose they chose to stay there. So it's I, you know, I can't wait for it. And uh, But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to make sure that my laptop is clear. I'm going to make sure I'm bringing my um, Western Digital uh my passport that's a one terabyte so um so i i know i'm going to be taking a lot of photos so whenever i take photos right onto the passport uh just you know the the regular nature stuff that doesn't need to be backed up right away uh so then i have um so everything is free for the wedding stuff uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna put it i'm gonna put the wedding right on my my laptop computer and put it right on um my passport and keep it on the SDs until I get home. So I have three copies of the wedding. Um, yeah. Just in case. No, absolutely. And always got to back up as we go. Uh, mm -hmm. Listeners, mm -hmm. uh, just a reminder that we have a handpicked. Uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the same thing last week. <laughs> listeners, we have a hand. Wait, have, do I have the spot of order or something like that? I'm going to try that. Let me try it. Take three. Listeners, we have an assortment of handpicked information. Let me slow down. That's relevant to you. But first, just in case you forgot, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi monthly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. By wedding photographers. The show goes live every other Tuesday. And while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes. Subscribe in iTunes and help us help you by sending in questions to info at weddingphotographersunite.com. That's info at weddingphotographersunite.com. And speaking of reviews on iTunes. Uh, yeah, we got a new one. Yeah, I'd like to just uh, read one of them really quickly here because it was a very nice one. And uh, so this one is uh, and, yes. and also a very scary one at the same time. Uh, this is by Florida <laughs> Daniel, and the title is 35 Episodes in One Week. Listen to every episode this week while driving semi. 
the I love the openness and honesty of the guys. Content very good, and the relaxed conversation makes my nights at work go by great. Learning a lot from Andy and Neil as my wife and I begin our journey as wedding photographers. Can't wait to be my own boss, and that kind of just uh, kind of relates to what we just said. So that's that's uh, from Florida Daniel. But the thing that scares me, Florida Daniel, is thirty five episodes in one week. That's 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 crazy man <laughs> like <laughs> like i don't know that's that's amazing that you could listen listen through that many of them that long so but hey man more power to you but that's that's a lot of that's time. awesome no that's but dude that's cool. how crazy that's is cool. that man like that like because i think we had the one guy like in new york city you know there's there's like these different people that are out there all over in the world like the one you know what i mean like somebody's somebody's yeah, driving a rig right now listen to us We're like what <laughs> you know yeah and, and there's and, a guy building new york city listening yeah. To us. It's, it's, it's it's blows my mind just like how we get to travel the world just uh yeah. doing this doing this the whole world thing. is a crazy place um, no that's that's awesome and and someone's actually you know traveling the country listening to us they're bringing us around the country uh but take some pictures and and send them to us uh yeah uh, that, we really gotta to get see, uh, we gotta get more interactive with our audience um mm-hmm. we really gotta get like that facebook page up you know we get, we had that yeah, in, our, I mean, in our survey but uh, i just haven't wanted to i don't know I, you know, because that also means we gotta kind of like like uh, look after it, but it probably won't even be that bad. I don't know, just timing wise, we gotta we gotta stay up with the kids, we gotta stay up with the kids and get that group going, and you know maybe do like a live <laughs> uh, a live feed at some point or who knows, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, whenever someone sends us a question or or a comment or something like that, I always I always like checking their uh, their websites out and stuff and seeing the the talent of our listeners. It's it's really uh. A lot of talent out there. I love. I love that. Yeah, and if you do, if you do send us a question, you know, please like send send your websites and and information about your stuff too, because we it's it's cool to like see where you guys are at, and you know that's why we did that survey and got all the information there. So, anyway, let's uh, mm-hmm. let's get on to our next topic here, which is uh, I got a message from Nick uh, a few weeks ago, and he basically wanted us to bring up the topic, and he he said if we want to, we can title the the show episode "Death at the Wedding" just as like a humor thing. <laughs> but I don't know, maybe we will. <laughs> I don't know. Well, but, the, hey, it might help us out with CEO yeah, or uh, SEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, people, sure, why not? <laughs> but uh, but basically, his question is, uh, he's, well, I'll read what he said. It's, he said it's a reference to a film uh, to the film "Death at a Funeral." Um, so he says, now that I'm booked for the following months or year, what will happen if I die beforehand? Uh, I'm going to read that again. So now that I'm booked for the following months or year, what will happen if I die beforehand? And so I know that sounds like a crazy question that not a lot of people always think about. Um, but the thing is, that is actually a great question because, one of the things I gotta say, we probably all think about it. Sure. I mean, once we start this whole, th- whole this whole crazy thing, uh, uh, it's always been on my mind. I don't know about you. What about you? Yeah. No. Absolutely. And I think that, yeah. well, it should be on your mind. If it's not on your mind, if you're signing all these contracts and taking all these deposits and not understanding, you know, the different possible outcomes of things, you probably should be. You know, um, mm-hmm. and and it's actually it goes right in line with one of the things that we have to do as wedding photographers, like you just said, like back up to like three cards as you're going, when you do this thing, like we always have to be thinking about like, what happens if, what happens if, what happens if, what happens if I could say that five more times, you know, but like what happens if like the pants break, you know, or the zipper breaks or if, or if, (laughs) or if uh, my lens dies, do I have a backup lens for that lens? You know, if my camera body one dies, camera body two, you know what I mean? Like you have to be thinking what if scenarios all the time you know doing what we do because 
it is so important, you know, that, and you know, from a liability standpoint, of course, you know, like we have to be, we have to be on top of our game, making sure that we're doing everything humanly possible to not lose images from people's weddings. But, but uh, this goes right along with that in the sense that, um, you know, what it's from a business perspective, if a client comes in or a bride comes in and asks us and says, Hey, what happens if you die and we've paid this this deposit, what happens from there? Like, what's going to happen? Are we going to have a wedding photographer? Are we not going to have a wedding photographer? Do we just lose that money? Um, and there may not always be a perfect answer, but there are answers that we can give and things that we should be doing um, in order to, you know, be looking out and be thinking about our clients even in the afterlife. <laughs> that sounds yeah. so silly, but but I'm but it, but it really is like come on, you know, like if we're doing this, like things happen, craziness happens, and um and people want to make sure that they're not just like throwing money away. If like what happens if you get sick and they're booking a wedding like two years in advance, you know. Um, so there's some things that we can do. Mm. Um, I'm because I'm talking a lot, and this is supposed to be my question, asking you more stuff today, Neil. What is uh what do you what do you do? What do you say? What are you what's what do you say to that bride that asks you what happens if you die? What happens if you get sick? Well, fortunately for me, that I, I do have a business partner, mm -hmm. and her name is Danielle, and she's my wife, and she's been working with me for six years now. Um, she's now booking her own weddings, so she's talented enough as to where if something happens to me, if I pass, she'll be able to take over. Um, and if if she has her own wedding that day, if she's already con on contract for that day, we in Buffalo have a very, very close community of very good people. Yep. And all I think all wedding photographers are considered as good people who care about people. Mm -hmm. And I have, I have a feeling that this community will step up uh, for my wife, um, whether if it's shooting that day or any post work, any help with album designs, second shooting. Um, I have 100% confidence in our photography community that she'll be okay. Um, now that's 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 not something that I I tell the client. I just say, you know, my wife she'll take over. Um, we have friends all over all over the West New York who are all photographers, and we will make sure that now not only you will get two, but maybe we'll call in a third just so that everything is covered. And Danielle will she'll she'll design and build you a beautiful album after that. Right. So um, that's that's kind of like our our answer yeah. if if that if that were to come up it doesn't come up often but we are always prepared to answer it for our clients and i know my buddy andy buscemi will help her out if, <laughs> oh if need be yeah, yeah. uh and, and and vice versa um you know i'm, yep. I'm here for you no, too absolutely so. and that's what it comes down to is like is being well networked with other photographers and having some kind of even if it's some kind of basic plan in place because as much as as much as you know even in, in a situation like that, it would be so hard, you know what I mean, for a partner to take over for another partner. Um, but the thing is, is what we do know is that when we, we have tight relationships with people, at the very least, it's a matter of, hey, here's my co the contracts that I have. And there have been cases and situations, uh, even in, you know, in our area in the past where somebody has passed away and then somebody's, you know, somebody in the photography community rises to the occasion takes control of those contracts and and gives them out to other people that are willing to fulfill them that are that are that's another qualified professional in the area 
and uh, mm-hmm. and and that's that's basically the only thing that you really can do. Um, you know, for me, for example, um, I don't. I'm not. My partner is not. Um, you know, I'm not my Sangeetha, who was on the show before. She's not a wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really know my business, and I and you know. And 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 so what I have in place is I at least have my contracts online so that so anytime I have a contract, whether it's a digital signature or um, if it comes in hand signature, I always scan it and I put it online and it sits in my Google Drive doc. So it's all in the cloud. And um, mm-hmm. and then at least, the, the um, you know, she has access to them or, um, you know, I have a photographer friend that has access to them, vice versa that we can at least, you know, have them out there and the contracts are available so people can see contact information when the when the the wedding is actually booked and then, you know, somebody, you know, can start the process of um of looking after those clients and finding photographers that are willing to um step in and and fill the job. And and there's going to be somebody that's available, you know, like in our message boards, you probably have Facebook communities in your own areas and that kind of thing, some better than others depending on your community. Um, but, uh, but they're out there and people will, will help out and, and, and make that happen for people. But, but it's also just a reality too, you know, like it's the same kind of thing. It's like, what happens if it rains on my wedding day or that kind of question? Well, it's, it's Mm going to rain, (laughs) you know, like like that's what's going to (laughs) happen. And, but, but (laughs) but what we can do is we can at least try and take precautions to have some kind of a game plan in place that if that happens, um, we deal with it as, as best we can. Um. But uh, but usually, you know, giving that response and is, is, I think the, the main thing is that any bride wants to see, any groom wants to see when couples are going to hire us is that this is at least a question that we've thought about before and we have some kind of game plan in place um, if that if that you know horrible thing should happen, you know, and it, and it does, and yeah, it really yeah. does, and it's uh, and um, and my wife and I we we both thought about it, you know, as soon as we got married. Uh, once my wife became part owner, co-owner of uh, this company, um, you know, we we talked about, you know, what would happen if if I do pass, that Neil Urban Photography, Neil Urban Studio can't continue on without Neil Urban. So that's why we created a whole different identity, mm-hmm. um, legally, uh, our legal yeah. name is is under urban legend studio mm-hmm. um llc so my wife can continue on even without neil right. urban you know she'll have her own identity as to where she can take her own portfolio and continue on if she can if, if she chooses to she might not i'm not i'm not sure but uh and i really don't want to think right. about that but um but yeah it, it just we we did that just in case you know that's a little bit of uh more insurance right. for her so and uh, so husband, husband and wife teams out there, that's what we did. And you can, you guys, I think that's something that you, you guys should think about too, in case like the wife it's the business is under the wife's name. Like, you know, yep. um, you yeah. And know, this so. is something that really like nobody wants to talk about, like nobody wants to talk about this and who could blame anybody. Like, this is not like a fun topic or conversation, but it's also a possible one and, and being planned for it, I think matters and the, and for our, you know, just just for being responsible business owners um and that, that was actually a good mm-hmm. point too you know that you mentioned being the llc so it's also good for liability issues for everybody you know so mm-hmm. um that's 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 definitely yep. a good a good tip there um okay um so i just actually have the only other thing this might be a shorter episode but the only other thing i really have this week is just um you did a quick picker tip and i've got a quick picker tip and if it turns into something more than that great if not if that's all it is then that might be the episode but um my my uh my tip for this week is uh stop 
buying gear. Just just stop everybody. Just stop it. And the reason I tell you and, yeah. and, and, and start renting from lens <laughs> yeah, yeah, rentals. Exactly. We should put their link right in the show. Um, yeah. but no, but no, ahead. but honestly, just like stop it, dude. Stop it. Stop buying gear. And actually, I'm actually talking to somebody in particular, and I'm sure he's probably not listening to this oh, podcast. Man. But uh, I really wanted to buy that 300 to 800 but Sigma. But I'm just going to call him out. I'm going to call him out. He'll probably never. As a matter of fact, I would. If somebody else, actually, he probably will hear because some some of our other friends will probably listen to this and then send it to him. But I'm just going to call him out right now. Roman, 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 stop it. Stop buying new gear. Stop with that D5 that you don't need. You just don't need it, dude. Like, you don't need all these, like, every new camera every new lens that comes out he just buys it buys it buys it buys it and it doesn't make your photography better man dude i love you roman i love you brother dude just stop and i could talk like this to him because i already talked like this to him in real life but i'm also well well yeah well he works with you right yeah he's, he, he's sucking assistant for you a yeah. long time so you're not just calling no, out a random no, 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 listener no, no. Right? not a random listener yeah. he often i <laughs> often use him as a second shooter um so somebody get this back to roman and <laughs> dude just stop it <laughs> like seriously but for our listeners okay like but but yeah i mean describe why he should stop like what does he have now and what's his because reasons his work, for constantly sure because his work has consistently gotten better and better and better he's he's a freaking fantastic photographer now as far as i'm concerned you know but he's been shooting mm -hmm. like d750s and and just like every new lens or piece of gear that comes out he just buys it and it doesn't like there are, I guess here's what I'm saying specifically. It's not even that 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 it's because of the gear that I'm talking about. I'm talking about what other things in your business is that five grand better spent on? Is it better spent on studio space? Is it better spent on better business cards? Is it better spent on getting your contract together and having a lawyer look after it? Is it better spent? On, dude, there's so many different things that 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 five grand mm -hmm. could go towards in your business, and it's not just the camera gear. And that's that's really my point. Is that is that it's not going to make you that much of a better photographer having the latest camera? Like once you're like relatively in the ballpark area, you know, only within the last few years, like it just becomes not about that when you have high end gear anymore, you know. Um, and it's and it's it's yeah. really it's like a disease. It's like a sick disease. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but like like with this camera gear, and I guess maybe I actually have the the opposite problem of that, which is like now I'm like I like just don't really upgrade my stuff and I have and I treat my gear like crap and I'm sending it back in to repair because I don't take care of it when I use it you know so so there's probably like mm -hmm. somewhere you know like in the middle somewhere but but seriously people it's not about it, the gear it it's almost really seems not. like an apple syndrome you gotta have the newest iphone yeah. out there uh that's what it almost sounds like but this is but this is w what you just mentioned this is what separates the hobbyist from the actual business yeah. man, you know, a successful business mm -hmm. person. Um, and, and it's smart decision, business decision-making like that. And that's, that's, that's what makes that is what's going to make you successful of exactly what you said. The, the amount, the $5,000 that you could do, like you said, he could have his own studio space, whether if it's here in Buffalo or you're out or towards you in Rochester yeah. or anywhere, yeah. you know, that $5,000 could go a long way. Or studio right. space it's that's completely right yeah so that's just mm. my my tip of the week and um so Roman, if you hear this man i love you and you know i've talked to you like this in real <laughs> life but i'm but i'm using that as an example for other listeners too because like it's just not always about that because i like, know there's one out there because i'm gonna call him out right now because i always yell at him whenever whenever i talk to him because he's always gotta have he's i i, I him and roman must be like <laughs> like 
twin <laughs> brothers that you know well, separated well, at birth because they... yeah, there, well, there's a lot there's a, there's not, a lot of know, like I, your people out there like that so it's not you know, but i'm not gonna call yeah, his, yeah, name, yeah. his name out because i i know i know he's listening and he's probably like oh he's gonna call me out he's gonna call me out and that's exactly how right. he sounds yeah. <laughs> but uh but no he he's this he has more lights than i do and and I always ask him, do you use them all at once? And he knows he you know who you are, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and he doesn't use them. I mean, if you don't need, I mean, I I have four speed lights, yeah. and that's more than enough for me. I I use them maybe once in a while, all at once. Uh, but he's got I think like five or six or eight out. He probably has like ten of them right now. Uh, but but yeah, stop, take that money and put it elsewhere in your business. Grow your business, guys and girls. Word. Word, word, word. <laughs> um, well, I think uh, now, now that we just ranted on two of our n- listeners, we're probably no, not even going to. No, 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 I, no I, I don't think Roman not. listens to this, so this is like the perfect way to like maybe get him to like pick up on it anyway. So, so somebody sh- shoot this Roman's way, and you know, whatever. Uh, anyway, um, I think that's going to do it. Unless you got anything else, I think this might be it for the week. No, no, I'm I'm good to go. Okay. I'm good to go. Well, in that case, listeners, thank you so much for listening in. And uh, Neil, where can people find you? Uh, Google me, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N. Uh, mostly find me on Facebook and Instagram. And my name is Andy Buscemi. Last name is B-U-S-C-E-M-I. You can Google that and find all my social media and good stuff that way. And uh, listeners, thanks so much for listening in. And we'll see you in a couple weeks for episode number 38. Thanks. You guys have a good one. Yes, and keep those reviews yeah, coming. Please do. And, and questions. All right. Take care, everybody. Yes. That's right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.